the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called, Our Response to the Word. Jesus says in John chapter 10, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The reason why he said might is because we have a part to play in whether we'll have or not have the life that Jesus Christ came that we might have. The key to our having and living the blessed life that Jesus came and died that we might live is our response to his word. If we respond properly to God's word, like he wants us to do, then we'll experience the awesome life that Jesus came to make available to me and you. But if we don't respond properly to God's word, then we'll be just another saint who heard about the abundant life we could have and never experienced the life that we heard that we could have. And that'll be because we didn't respond properly to God's word that we heard. That's why it's so important that we learn to respond properly to God's word. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to John chapter 3, verse 16. Letters in red, Jesus speaking. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, God loved us, and he sent his son into this world to be able to provide us what's necessary so that we can have everlasting life. I mean, that's life. God wants us to have life. God's not trying to take anything away from us. So anytime he provides us with a word, he provides us with a word so that we can have everlasting life. Oftentimes, people make wrong responses to the word because somehow or another they believe it's taking something away from them. They believe that is, is denying me the right to be able to do what I want to do. No, God said, no, I'm trying to line you up to do what I want you to do so I can get to you what I want to get to you so that you can have life. See, a lot of us think that we're doing the right things in order to have life, but God will come with a word to share with you what to do to change that, to adjust that, to change our way of thinking so that then we can line ourselves up with that, believe that, and then we will have life. God wants us to have the life. Oh, this is good news right here. God wants us to have everlasting life. He wanted to start and not stop. He don't want it to be going in and out. He don't want it to be bad. He don't want it to be difficult. He wants to share with us what's necessary to have the life. But it's time for the believers to believe that God really wants them to have life. Because most believers don't really believe God really wants them to have life. Most believers believe God's trying to take away from him. That's why they groan when they hear the word. That's why they moan when they hear the word. Because they feel God trying to take something for all oh, y'all. And then here's the famous word of Christians. I got to do what God said to do. 
No, precious. You get to do. You don't got to do because he's sending you the word so that you can have life. Now, if you want to stay in death, stay there. But he said, I'm coming so that you can have life. But he said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. I'm trying to get you to this expected end and I'm going to provide you the word necessary to get there. But then many of us will resist what the word of God has to say. Think that I don't think that that's what I need to do at any day. What? Amen. Many of us will back off of what it is that God says. Because we'll determine how much is enough. Versus let him do it. Many of us will back away from what God has to say. I I think that's just too much right now. God didn't think it was too much. And how many people believe that God's right all the time? That's a powerful revelation. A lot of us have mental assent of that. But I'm telling you, I got a revelation. Happened a couple weeks ago. Hit me like I ain't never hit me before. Y'all want to hear it? God's word is always right. I know y'all thinking like, dang, how long I've been in this church and this brother just figured that out? No, I knew it to one extent. I know it to a whole nother level now. God's word is always right, which means it's never wrong, which means the moment he said it is right. And for me to do anything else is wrong. For me to do anything else other than what God said is wrong. God's word is never wrong. God's word is always right. And God shares it with you so you can be right too. That's why he calls you the righteous. Because he wants you to be right also. Are you listening to, to me? He wants us to be right all the time. And anytime he finds us wrong, he will do what's necessary to correct us. To check us. To be able to line us back up so that we can get in the proper line so that he can do what it is he wants us to do. Military understands it. When you're, when, when you're brought into the military, they bring you into the military so that you could be a part of the military. They don't bring you into the military so that they can court-martial you. That's not their intention. Their intention is to you know, bring you in because they saw the potential in you and they want you to you know, eventually raise up in the ranks and become a productive person in the midst of this awesome army that, God is, I mean, that, that they've put together. Well, it's no different with the army of God. And when the army of God, then when he find, when, when somebody line comes out of line, doesn't do what they're supposed to do, doesn't do it the way it's supposed to be done, doesn't do it the way it's supposed to be done, God loves us enough to be able to give us his word. Because that's who the son is, is the personification of the word. He is the word of God, who according to John 1, 1, was God, is God, and always will be God. And so he's going to come down to share with us the father's word so that we can be able to line up accordingly and get done what it is he wants us to get done. And if we respond properly to it, then we'll turn around and have a life and have it more abundantly. Let's look at verse 17 in case you don't believe some of what I was just saying. Here it is out of Jesus's own mouth. For God sent not his son into the world that the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. See, God's not trying to condemn anybody. That word condemn means to be declared not fit for use. God doesn't come and declare us not fit for use, but God does come and declare what's necessary for us to remain fit for use. God doesn't come to call us not fit for use, but he does come to be able to provide us the information so that we can remain fit for use. But if we choose not to do it, he didn't declare us not fit for use. We did because we've now chosen not to do what it is he said and thereby become condemned. And it's so unnecessary for us to be condemned. So unnecessary for our families to be condemned. Especially when God's providing a word and so loved us that he gave us a word. 
It's so unnecessary for our finances to be condemned when God has provided us a word and so loved us so that we can have everlasting life. It's so unnecessary. It's, it's like, I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, it's just unnecessary. I mean, I, mean I, I, I have the awesome privilege to be able to be a pastor. And one of the awesome privileges to be able to be a pastor is to provide people the word, share with them what's necessary for them to be able to move into the things that God has in store for them and achieve the things that God has in store for them. But unfortunately, I, I have to watch people choose to not do what the word of God has to say. I have to, I, that, that's my call. That's part of my calling is to watch people not do what God said do. And, and justify their incorrect positions. And then when I, and, and, and it's so sad because it's so unnecessary. Because I know the thoughts he thinks toward them. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give them an expected end. But it's so unfortunate that unless an adjustment is made somewhere along the line, maybe not at that moment, but later on down the line, because God keeps coming back with more chances. But somewhere along the line, he'll give them chances so that they can be able to straighten it out, get it right, do it the right way, so that he can then turn around and get them to that expected end that he has in store for us. But it's so unnecessary. Sometimes we waste gas, waste energy, waste time, waste money, waste everything else, because we don't have no intention on doing what he said do. It's a waste. Everybody say a waste. I mean, God's trying to get us there. And as quiet as it's kept, and it's kept real quiet, it don't take him long to get us there. Don't take God long. What takes so long is us. We be like, God, how long? He like, that's on you, baby. When you're willing to do what I tell you to do, we can get you there. Come on now. On those vehicles that we have, praise God, where we get a chance to have the privilege to be, uh, go out and pick up people and bring them to service. We have um, those navigation systems, satellite navigation systems. And you put in the address, the expected in. It finds out exactly, it knows already where you are, praise God, and it will track a course for you to get you there. Just track it, bam, and it just give you the course. It'll even talk to you. Tell you this many, this many feet, turn, turn. But you know, I, I, I remember I did it, you know, because I remember it tracked the course for me, and I thought I had a better course one time. I did, praise God, because I know where I live, but I was just practicing, showing, seeing how it worked. But it gave me another course, and I'm like, that ain't the best course. But it gave me another quote. And it was funny watching it because when I uh, tracked it in and put it in and then I passed the place where it told me to turn, it said recomputing, <laughs> recalculated, and it tried to give me another quote. Turn now the next hundred feet up. But I was going straight down the expressway. I wasn't turning nowhere. And that thing, after, after I missed that turn, it said recalculating. It didn't shut off. It didn't say, well, forget you then. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 it didn't. It just kept recalculating. Amen. And that's what God has to do, unfortunately. Just keep recalculating. Because we keep going way over here someplace when he said, no, 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 make it right here, baby. Make it right here. And then as soon as we miss that turn, he like recalculate. But the only problem is it takes a little while between recalculation sometimes. And those are those years and months and stuff that we lose in our lives so unnecessarily. I know what I'm talking about. I can't. I remember one day, I remember one day uh, I was saying to the Lord, I was, you know, bellyaching to the Lord, you know, after I you know, was new to the things of God and find out how amazing and how mind boggling it is to be a Christian. And I was like, Lord, how come you didn't let me know about this no sooner? I'm like, man, why you wait so long in my life before you got me born again? You know how we always put everything off on God and everybody else and ain't ever got nothing to do with us? 
We always right and everybody else is wrong, even including God. And so I was like, God, how come you waited so long? And I kept asking him about that. And I said, man, you should have let me know about this sooner. Lord took me on a stroll through my mind. Walked me back in my history and began to start showing me all the people that he brought my way so that I could receive my salvation. Showed me one after another in slow motion and stuff like that. I remember their faces, remembering what they were saying. Even remember the words that came out of their mouth when they invited me for, to be saved. And then he reminded me of the mockery that I would give so that I wouldn't do what it is that they said. But then this was the deep part. I started remembering how many years would exist between the next time another person would come around. How many years? And then I would remember what went on during those years that was unnecessary. Because if I would have taken it the first time, I wouldn't have had to deal with all that crap that happened from that point forward. But then God recalculated and set up a whole other thing for another person to be able to come. Might take another year and a half later, but another person eventually came on around in such a way as I would even put, put, put them in position to listen where I would listen to them. And then I wouldn't listen to them either. And then we'll recalculate. I wonder how many years we done wasted responding incorrectly to the word of God. I wonder how many promotions we've missed by not doing what God said do. I wonder, I wonder how many. You know, because that, 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 that navigation system doesn't tell you about the turns that are down the way. It only tells you about this turn, the very next one. That's all it tells you about. And if you don't do that very next one, it recalculates for the next turn. It still doesn't tell you about the next one and the other ones later on down the line. See, a lot of us want, if we knew, stay with me, if we knew ahead of time that if I miss this turn, I won't get this, or if I miss that, I won't get this, many of us might make an adjustment and go ahead and do it. But the only problem is, is now the just isn't living by faith. But the justice, you know, you know can I be me? The just is just pimping. We just manipulate in order to get what we want. But we're not operating out of a true heart like God wants us to operate. This is good teaching. I don't know whether you know that or not. It's time for us to quit having God recalculate our paths. Do what he tells us to do. Because he said, I didn't come into the world to condemn it. I came in here so that it could be saved. I ain't come in here to break up relationships. But if the folk in the relationship don't do what he say do, it'll break up. That's why he provides us with the information. He ain't coming for us to be bankrupt. I think God sent me through bankruptcy so I could appreciate money. No, you was just stupid. I'm teaching. Hey, I done tore up some stuff, so I know what I'm talking about. Drake, you can't put that on God. Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, which means that if you trust in, rely in, and have confidence in him, then you won't be condemned. Watch this now. But he that believeth not, is condemned already. Wow. He that believes not is condemned already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He said, and this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Would you check that out? He said, and this is the condemnation. Here's the problem right here. He said that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Which means that God said, I will illuminate for you exactly what's going on. I'll illuminate for you exactly where you are. I will illuminate for you exactly what's about to happen. I'll illuminate it for you. I'll even illuminate for you your very next step to be able to get up out of this situation so that you don't have to deal with this, with what's coming on down the line. 
Because Satan has already got you in the crosshairs. And he's saying he's about to pull the trigger. And I'll tell you when to duck. But if you duck when I tell you to duck, then the bullet won't hit you. But if you don't duck when I tell you to duck, you condemned already. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to learn to respond quickly to the word of God. Don't be asking for no 56 confirmations. Because on the 54th one might be when you get cracked. This is a good message. He said, because you condemned already. Because I brought the light to you and you didn't do nothing with it. Can I talk to the people that's been saying God win? When God win? God's asking you the same question. When? When you going to do what I tell you to do? When you going to conduct yourself the way I conduct yourself? I keep lighting it up for you. But you keep darkening it. Amen. St. John 17. Y'all stay out that aisle. And if you do keep jumping in the aisle, make sure you don't run into nobody. St. <laughs> John chapter 17. The insurance check ain't cleared yet. Praise God. So don't make sure you don't run into nobody. Yet. Let's give you some, something out of Jesus' own mouth again. St. John chapter 17, verse 13. Jesus giving further explanation of why he came into this world. He says, and now I come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, speaking to the Father, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Remember that word of means deriving its strength and power from? Deriving its strength and power from? And so since you are not of the world and you don't derive your strength and power from God, you derive, I mean, from the world, you derive your strength and power from God. Goes on to say in verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. So he's praying that something happens in order to keep you from evil. So that since you're in this world, but yet you still don't, the evil of this world does not affect you. Says verse 16, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. So one of the things, the thing that he does in order to be able to make sure that we stay not affected by this world is that he sanctifies us with the word. That word sanctified means set apart, cleansed and set apart, cleansed and set apart. That word sanctified right there is a ceremonial term. Because when it said sanctified, what they would do is set something apart for that use and that use only. And so since it was set apart for that use and that use only, if anybody else used it or it, 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 or any, it was used for anything else, it would then be considered defiled. And if it was defiled, it could no longer be used as an implement of God to be able to cause blessings, to be able to manifest for the person as well as other people. So if they sanctified a cup to be used, in the house of God, then it was set up, cleansed, washed, then set apart to be used only for that. But if it was used for anything else, it would be defiled, which meant the priest couldn't be walking down the aisle, you know, utilizing a cup, you know, for the uh, work of the Lord and then look in it and just take them a drink out and then put it back on the thing and walk because now it's defiled, which means that no longer can it be the blessing that it was designed and sanctified originally to be. When God gives you his word, remember, God has chosen you as a person who's going to be a blessing into the kingdom of God. He's chosen you to a pers- as a person who's going to be blessed as well as a blessing into the kingdom of God. You're going to be a blessing in this world. 
You already are. But the way he does, what he does then is sanctify you with his word, which means that any dirt that's on you that will cause you to not to be blessed like he wants you to be blessed, he'll cleanse it off of you with the word. Anything that's on you that will cause you to not be a blessing, he will cleanse it off of you with the word of God. So when Jesus shows up, he shows up to be able to separate you from this world and cleanse you so that you can be both blessed as well as a blessing. And he'll provide you the word so it can happen. He'll share with you, this is what I want you to do. This is how I want you to conduct yourself. This is how I want you to talk. This is how I want you to walk. This is how I want you to live. This is how I want you to give. This is how I don't want you to do. This is what I don't want you to do. This is what I I don't want you to operate. Don't do this right here. But if we do what he says don't do, we have just defiled ourselves and eliminated ourselves from both being blessed and being the blessing that he intended us to be. Now, the cup does exactly what it is that the owner of the cup has it do because it doesn't have a mind of its own. But God created us to be free will moral agents. And we can decide for ourselves what we're going to do. We can decide to be holy or we can decide to be defiled. We can decide to do what God tells us to do and we can decide not to do what I want us to do. Imagine the cup when the priest is taking it in to be cleansed so that it can be used. But then it goes to put the word on it to be, the water on it to be cleansed, but then the cup say, nope, nope, I don't think that's what I need. Nope, nope. It's like, move out the way. Nope, I don't think that's what I should do. Nope, nope, nope. How about this one? Nope. Not only do I not think I should do it, but I don't think you do it. You imagine the cup talking back to the person that's cleansing it. Wouldn't that be wild? He tripping out on the cup talking, period. <laughs> That'd be out cold, wouldn't it? But how many of us cups? We walk around talking back to God. When God said, do this, go here, handle this. Teaches us exactly what to do. Teaches us to do with our money. Teaches us what to do with our marriages. Teaches us to do with our relationships. Teach us to do what on on the job. Why? So that we can remain holy, remain sanctified, so he can then cause us to be as blessed as he wants us to be and as much of a blessing as he wants us to be. But we'll be like, nah, I don't think that's what's up. We'll deny what the word of God has to say. We won't believe what the word of God has to say. Well, I'll just think about that. Well, while you're thinking, you have just missed the opportunity to be cleansed and set apart that God has set, set up for us. And time is ticking. Anybody know time is ticking? Another day out of our lives are wasted when God had greater things in store for us. Another day out of our lives is wasted having arguments and miscommunications and all this other kind of stuff when it's so unnecessary. Didn't even have to be done. Another day, come on now, working a second job, third job, fourth job, when if you'd have did with your money the first time what he told you to do with it, everything would have been all right. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope you're learning that our response to God's Word is important. That is, if we're going to receive from God the fulfillment of the life that He promised me in you. I hope even more that you're becoming more inspired to respond to God's Word properly so that the life God has for us can actually be received and lived out by you and me. I hope you'll become more mindful of how you respond to God's Word that's heard by you. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And to all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if you're in or going to be in San Antonio this Saturday, I've got just a thing for you. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio to come out to our G to B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.